0: Are you ready to start healing beyond the diagnosis? If you are, I have a remarkable opportunity for you. I've been working for probably the last year and a half on this, and it has launched this month. Go check out drkileyburton.com backslash healing beyond the diagnosis. There's a new community where you get access to me, on group Q&As, mini one-on-one sessions, and so much more. So you can start healing, truly healing beyond the diagnosis. Go check it out because January is a special pricing where you can lock in your monthly rate for 99 bucks and it will never be back again. So jump in and come heal beyond the diagnosis.
1: I was going to a holistic therapist or something and I I had always felt like I was using the medicine for a crutch and I said, you know, I, well, I, what I was doing was I was doing the NAET getting rid of allergies and it made me feel so much better. I, I felt like I had fibromyalgia and I felt so much better that when I got done with it he said, "Do you want to treat for anything else like soy or hormones and stuff?" and I I believed That if I was treated for serotonin and stuff like that, that I wouldn't need the antidepressants. And so I went off of them, cold turkey, and started taking supplements and stuff. And I spent an entire year just going downhill. I hit rock bottom about Christmas time. And really, I just went back on the medicine. Got back to myself. God, I can't stand it. And, but... Insurance wise, they'll start you out on the way I, I was going to a, a medical doctor that was a pharmacist before he was a doctor. He went back and got his degree. So he had this pharmacy background and he said, you know, there's reuptake sensors in your brain. This antidepressant will address one of them, this one addresses two, this one addresses all three. And the one I had been taking was Effectsor, which he said addressed all three. But since I had quit, I had to start again with Paxil, which was the lowest one. But Paxil worked. I, I felt myself again. I had my energy back. I was, I was on a roll. And so, I never went a level on antidepressants. But I think I I became convinced. I don't I don't know anything. I'm just uneducated. But you felt times I felt like it was supplementing what my body couldn't produce and so I was good to go but now like the last two years last year was extremely stressful and demanding on me and everything took a break in January and I just never got back the energy I just I was so wiped out a lot of things you know my mom passed away she had Alzheimer's I was taking care of her I had to Sell the house, they'd lived in it for 50 years with 13 kids. And there was so much stuff in that house that I had to, when I was trying to accommodate my 12 siblings, you know, it was a huge load. Are you the oldest? No, I'm the fourth oldest. I'm number four. But number two and three had passed away, and number one is in Texas. And so it it fell on Mm me. And he stayed, you know, everybody has helped. I have no excuses for feeling this way. Except that I just think I got so burned out and so depleted. That's how I describe my depression as depletion. Uh-huh. That by the time January came, she, she passed away in July, and I was just 24-7 working on her stuff until after Christmas. And then I kind of took a break in January. And everybody's going, You need a break, you know. And I'm like, Oh, I just can't keep up this pace. So then February and March came and the coronavirus hit and everybody shut down and I kind of kind of quit doing stuff because I was just tired all the time. It is the fatigue and it's the brain fog and it's the forgetting things and losing things and missing deadlines that's just killing me because I'm missing deadlines on stuff and my house is just collecting clutter. I can't even stay on top of all I'm doing is meals and laundry right now. And trying to take care of my husband. I'm not doing a good job of that. When I get depressed, I get weepy, and I get irrational, and I get antisocial. And I've started to recognize those symptoms now. I'm not crying because of anything except, you know, I, I, I need to be rational. But it just occurred to me, like, this is not the coronavirus. You are depressed, and you weren't going to let yourself get this way again, because I've been this way before. And now that I recognize that I'm smart enough not to get emotional about it, I just get analytical and think, i got to do something. I'm unbalanced, I know that. And I think, just my gut is saying, you need to bump up your antidepressant, you need to address more of those reuptake sensors or something, uh, unless I can balance my chemistry naturally. And then the Paxil will still work. Yeah. But I spent a whole year being so depressed that I'm not willing to go off the antidepressant unless I'm confident that I'm okay.
2: Yeah, so if you're on an SSRI, that's good for me to know just because what I'm going to do is we're going to fix the underlying issues. The, the issues why your body can go through 90 miles an hour and then crash and the crash for you would be long term the the whole year thing. and there's definitely when it comes to depression it's not you as a person it is your body fighting something what is it fighting let's figure that out and get rid of it
1: did you get the list of medications that i'm taking
2: yeah we got the list now it's
1: okay, up it's not to, there
2: it's up to you totally how you want to go up with the medications I cannot take you off of them. I cannot give you them. You have to work with your primary care doctor in in navigating your pharmaceutical stuff. Um, But I think what we can do is we can provide the support from a natural standpoint that your body is depleted in. If we can boost all those things, and I'm going to teach you using your labs um, what direction I took with you, you were a little bit tricky. I had to think a couple days on this one. This one wasn't um, quite clear cut and dry with your labs. But I'm going to teach you something that I think you'll be, find really remarkable. And that will explain how you feel and then how to fix it. I can
1: imagine myself tapering up on the supplements and tapering down on, on the medication. Uh-huh. But it's got to be safe. I just did a cold turkey before and it was a disaster. I
2: A yeah, cold turkey is not good, especially with antidepressants.
1: Oh, I went like three days without sleeping. I was a zombie. It was terrible. Yeah. So.
2: Yeah, definitely work with the pharmacist or your primary care doc, and they can easily continue to take labs. I will say, though, that when you're doing this kind of stuff, when you take a lab, say, in three months, it's going to be weird. The numbers are not going to look good, and it's going to freak you out. So I would say let's hold off until we're done, finish up what I've got what I would recommend for you here, and then take labs afterwards. Because when your body's any type of detox process it goes through, no matter what, I mean, what we're doing is going to drive that detox system at at one specific point. But when you affect the body the way that we are going to affect it, the numbers are going to look skewed. So let's go through what I have today. It won't
1: hurt me if they're skewed. Like some things are dangerous to be skewed.
2: No, I'm I'm just saying, when you if you were to go back and look at your labs, and you would say, oh, my gosh, why is this number higher than before? I haven't even looked at them. I don't understand them. Well, what not, did you think of what they said? Not many doctors okay. understand these the way I understand them. So let me teach it's, you. What yeah,
1: it is. They said cut down your D and B, and I'm like, I bumped it up because of what Lori told me that you said. And so now I'm thinking, do you think that that's not an issue? And they do. Your
2: vitamin D is awesome. Well, I don't know what oh. you're doing, but it's awesome. Okay. Well, are you doing the twenty-five thousand?
1: Yes. A day. Okay.
2: Yeah. So what I would do is I would back off to twenty thousand, back off to fifteen, and back off to ten, because your vitamin oh. D is phenomenal. I love it. If everybody could have a vitamin D like you, we'd be set. Well, I've been doing that for about two months. Okay, and it shows. It shows in your labs because you probably would have been around the 40 range and now you're at 116 which is awesome okay so i'm going to zoom in here for you gail i can see it so what i do is we take those labs that you have that you just barely went and got we took those labs plus other ones that they gave us plugged them into this file that you see here which is this center column those are your lab numbers okay. and we compare them to what we call the functional range or the ideal range because normal no longer cuts it. Like we're going to get into your thyroid here. You were probably told that your thyroid labs are normal.
1: Yeah. And my mom had a history of thyroid problems. So
2: yeah, your thyroid labs are, they're normal, but they're not good. Okay. Not optimal. So I will, I'm okay. going to show you how that process works and, and what to fix because if If we just say, oh, go take some thyroid medication, yeah, it might help in the short term, but it's not something that you want to do long-term, and it doesn't often help long-term. So based off of what you have, the the blood sugar, the blood results that you took, I've seen, I mean, how old are you?
1: 66.
2: 66, so you're doing pretty good. Um, Blood sugar is around 103, 102, which is around 100. Ideally, we want it to be between 85 and 99. So you're just floating just slightly up there and then we get into this guy which is the long term blood sugar that's where they're going to diagnose off of diabetes and prediabetes. Prediabetes is at 6.0, diabetes is at 6.5. So we're right there at 5.9 which means we're going to want to include some blood sugar support. Do you ever like do you ever walk around the house and just get lightheaded or feel a little bit of dizzy?
1: That's <laughs> how I get when I'm hungry. Somebody told me once that, well, I know that Alan is hyperglycemic. He is pre-diabetic, and he's got that in his family, and I'm not surprised, but I think I was hypoglycemic. Right. Like, when I get hungry, I get shaky and lightheaded, and I almost feel like I'm going to throw up.
2: And I
1: I thought everybody felt that way until my husband started having diabetic problems, and I'm going, oh, those are not my symptoms at all. Yeah. Yeah, so, I'm the
2: same way. When I get pregnant, my blood sugar drops. Like even the last two weeks, that's how, like, I'm, I'm not going to say that the world has affected me. I've I've tried really hard to not let it. and um, with my mindset, but it's still going to affect me. And I would say the last two weeks, it's like, I'll have it a couple of times a day where I just have to grab something and steady myself because it's right, right. that dizzy lightheaded feeling. And it's when your blood sugar actually drops. So and you are right, the had hypoglycemia. I've tried not to use candy
1: for, or cookies or sweets for the, but you know, that's what your
2: body's craving right then. Yeah, because that's when you, that's when you want the sugar and yeah, it's very real. So we'll just include this in the plan, which is perfect because blood sugar is the underlying problem of all hormone chaos. So I don't know how menopause was for you, but I, did you ever have hot flashes? Yeah, Hot flashes are... People always want to say that it's low estrogen. Hot flashes are actually blood sugar dysregulation. And it's not blood sugar happening right now, but it's over the last you know, five years heading into menopause. So this guy right here is called HCL. This would be HCL in your stomach. This is responsible for acid reflux or GERD or heartburn. All the same thing. Ever experienced that?
1: If I eat something in the evening that's troublesome, I do, but not on a regular basis. Okay. I Maybe they checked my blood on a day when I had had something.
2: Well, um, that's just one piece, one piece of the gut. And the only reason why I say that is because that 11 right there is a pretty popular signifying marker that tells me you might need some hydrochloric acid in there. But you're doing pretty good.
1: Wait, um, wait. Isn't that what heartburn is? Yes. So, and that means I don't have enough? Yeah. <laughs> what?
2: Yeah, we, Western medicine teaches the wrong, teaches it wrong. Okay.
1: I did find one natural remedy, and that is to take a handful of almonds and chew them into a paste. I mean, like, I would take like 10 or 11 just almonds and just uh-huh. chew them until they're completely. Disintegrated before I swallowed them, and it would take it right away. Cool. It, it would, and that's what I've done instead of taking some pantoprazole or whatever.
2: Omeprazole, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I I was on nine different medications because of hydrochloric because of heartburn and GERD and asthma and all this sorts of stuff. My senior year of high school, oh I gosh. got my esophagus stretched out a couple times, like, and then. I actually replenished all of this. I haven't had a problem since. So I'm off Going all my medications, been 10 years, haven't had a problem, not even during pregnancy. But yeah, they, okay. they teach you that it's too much hydrochloric acid, but in reality, it's not enough. Okay. So here's a big component I don't for know
1: you. why the almonds were working
2: then. That's weird. Well, the fact that you chewed them up like you did, did a lot of the digestion for your stomach, so your stomach didn't have to do it, which is, why, which is the way it should be. Like if we could chew up our food 20 times every single bite, that would be ideal. But who has time for that?
1: Yeah. I do now. I'm an empty <laughs> mister.
2: <laughs> Except for when grandkids come over.
1: Yeah. Okay. So now we're down to
2: sodium. Okay. Right here is the sodium and the potassium markers. These are markers for adrenals. You know what your adrenals are? Um,
1: it's your glands that give you a sudden burst of energy
2: yeah they can uh-huh I don't the, know the cortisol is your stress hormone so those okay. are the glands that produce your cortisol the stress hormone okay um okay. you experience you know life with 12 siblings and I don't know how many kids you had yourself but mom's lives are busy the problem is, is we're not going to change the way our life is. But if we can I, figure out what is causing stress on the inside and change that, now our bodies can heal. Now we can do more. Now we can be the energetic person. Rather than saying, oh, well, your life is too stressful. You need to cut something out. If someone were to tell me that, I'm screw you. I'm not doing it. I
1: I had four kids. I was a stay-at-home mom, so I don't have—I didn't have as much stress as working moms do. For, uh, I, but I'm um, a worrier.
2: The hottest job—the hardest job in the world.
1: I'm a worrier.
2: <laughs> yeah. So these are the just the fact that you have all three of these high would be—we definitely have some adrenal problems, and that's going to cascade down into the thyroid, and I'll teach you that in a second. Okay. Okay. This one, there's a couple of markers here in regards to chloride. Now, chloride and a couple of these other markers, they're going to tell me about how is your body's ability to get rid of the crap that's in the environment. What, how are your kidneys functioning? How are your, your liver functioning? Um, the biggest thing is, is that when it comes to toxins and a toxic environment, which we live in, um, you're down in southern Utah, which is definitely cleaner air than up here where I am. but It tells us that the toxins love to hang out in four places in our body. They love to hang out in our brain, causing some brain fog. They love to hang out in our nervous system, causing anywhere between anxiety attacks to Parkinson's. They love to hang out in our thyroid, which is why so many people say, oh, I've been treating my thyroid or I've been on thyroid medication, but my thyroid is still sluggish because the toxins are still hanging out in that thyroid gland and they haven't been removed. Okay. Fourth place is the adrenals. So if we can get rid of the toxins that are affecting or slowing down all four of those locations, which is where we're going to target. Um, I think you'll be surprised at how you'll feel. Okay, jumping down here, this is your iron numbers. Your iron numbers look good, and iron is always a good thing to rule out. I need to be sure that you are not iron anemic before we continue to do anything, because if you don't have enough iron, your body cannot transport oxygen around, and it has to have oxygen in the cells to thrive. So your your iron status looks good. I can't tell.
1: What does IBC three seventy three mean?
2: Um, this is just another iron blood count. Iron oh, blood.
1: So count count. Oh, I need to be between fifteen and fifty five, and I'm at twenty seven. Yep. Okay.
2: Yeah. Not the best, but it's okay. Well, you've got serum iron, iron saturation, and transferrin. All three of these oh, are markers for iron. Got it. Okay. So all three of them look good together. Okay. Okay. Then we get down here to cholesterol. Your cholesterol is even pretty good. Um, when it comes to a cholesterol, I don't ever say that it's a statin. You don't need a statin. You need healthy fats, and we've got to fix this guy, the thyroid there's a really high correlation between an ugly cholesterol panel and your thyroid. Okay. okay, we're about to get to that. Okay, so right here we have a couple, we have one thyroid marker, TSH, which is the most common thyroid marker there is. Okay, I prefer doctors take more just so we can get a better picture, but it is what it is. So TSH is, like I said, 0.5 to 5.5 is normal. It would be like trying to find your favorite restaurant between California and New York. Oh my goodness. Where this marker right here, 1.8 to 3. Now you're saying, okay, find my favorite restaurant in southern New York. But I
1: still it looks like I'm low. Is
2: that right? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. You're really low, actually. But if you were to go tell your doctor this, they're going to be like, no, you're normal. Okay. Okay.
1: Now. Especially the doctor I'm on right now. Yeah. He's a PA. We just bumped into him because our other doctor moved away. And I started calling around to see who would refill his prescriptions.
2: (laughs) And you are about to learn. The thyroid, better than 95% of the doctors. It's really simple.
1: It's better than 95% of
2: what? You're about to learn the thyroid, better than 95% of doctors. Okay. Okay, So we're going to think about the thyroid as part of a totem pole. Okay. So this totem pole is composed of three things. At the very top of the totem pole, we have H, hypothalamus, part of our brain. We're just going to call them H, though. Then in the middle of the totem pole, we have P or pituitary. If you were to draw a line down the center of your head where these cross, is your pituitary gland, and it's itty bitty tiny. Okay. But it produces this guy we all know as TSH. So when doctors take a TSH marker, thinking that it's telling them all about the thyroid, it's really telling them about pituitary, not the thyroid. Does that make sense?
1: yes and if I had felt good enough to what listen to all your posts I probably would know this I'm thinking I have all these random questions but I haven't actually watched any of your posts and I bet the answers are in there
2: that's okay you have yeah. any questions like feel free to ask them that's well why
1: we're here. I signed up for that thyroid thingy and didn't haven't even watched it because I'm a wreck right now <laughs> well you're
2: getting it all right
1: now and okay okay <laughs> I'm soaking it up
2: Yes. So your thyroid level, your TSH levels were like 0.8 and 0.6. Okay. We want them to be 1.8 to 3. Okay. So far? So good? Okay. pituitary talks to the thyroid, which is at the bottom of the tonal pole with TSH. So if we don't have enough TSH, the thyroid is not going to make enough hormones. The thyroid makes T4. That's a hormone that it makes. T4 gets converted into T3. Now, we want lots of T3 because T3 goes out and talks to all of our cells and it tells our cells hey, we need to take your food and convert it into energy. Hey, we need to speed up your metabolism. Hey, we need to balance your body temperature out. But without enough T3, the body is not getting told those things. So metabolism is slow. Hair begins to fall out or becomes dull and thin. Body temperature, like you're cold when everybody else around you is normal, that kind of thing. Because TSH is low in you, I'm going to guess that all of this is low too. Okay. So I'm going to guess that your body's not being told you need to take that food and convert it into energy makes sense
1: yeah just converting it to fat cells
2: (laughs) (laughs) so there's two places where this happens in the body so we can fix these two places the gut and the liver now we can boost t4 and we can boost t3 okay okay so that's two places we're going to focus on with with your treatment okay now we can blame the thyroid for about everything under the sun, and it gets blamed for everything under the sun, especially fatigue. But if we were to go back and look at the pituitary p because p's in charge, he's the top he's one of the top dogs on it, and we say, okay, if p's not making enough t s h why? what's wrong with him? Follow me, yes. If we ask ourselves why, we get two answers. The stress from the adrenal glands and the inflammation. Make sense? Okay. Yes. So these two things are going to make P slow, which is then going to make the thyroid and everything below, below it slow. And that's what I went through for a year. Yeah.
1: So it's not surprising.
2: Now, stress you have the external stress dealing with your mom and everything that that entailed. But what I want to find is the internal stressors. What's inside your body causing your body stress? Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, am I supposed to know the answer?
2: No, I will.
1: I'll teach you the answer.
2: (laughs) Okay. That same stressor is probably and most commonly the same cause of the inflammation. Now you can take turmeric for the rest of your life to try to tackle the inflammation. You can take ashwagandha, which is a popular herb to tackle the adrenals. But if you're never getting rid of the source, you're just going to take that to survive. Okay, so I'm not a fan of giving you supplements to just try to figure out those things. I would rather get rid of the problem.
1: I'm actually taking that turmeric uh, supplement called c Okay. It has bromelain, turmeric, quercetin, feverfew. of. what happened was Alan's joints were getting achy and my chiropractor guy said this is this is what they give college athletes you know for their inflammation Uh so we started taking them and both felt better nice and then then they is it the ada what is it the big pharma or whatever i'm uh, ama ama yeah clamped down on them and they stopped making it. And we both, you know, like within days we're going, and I don't know if it's mental or what, but within days we're going, man, I'm feeling it. Well, a couple of months later, they started making it again under a different name. Uh, and we start taking it again and it really has helped us. Okay, I know, I know what we're doing is treating the symptom.
2: Yeah, that's not a problem though. Like if but- it's helping. I'm just going to help you get to the source of it all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now let's track back to depression. Depression, anxiety, fatigue. How does this all play in with the thyroid? Okay. So remember, we have the totem pole here. This is probably one of my best drawings. I'm kind of proud of of it. (laughs) (laughs) We have two factors that start the entire cascade. Okay. Those two factors are serotonin and dopamine those are your feel good i have motivation i'm happy i have energy neurotransmitters the ones that that. often get linked to depression so what i'm going to say is based off of how you feel and based off of your labs we need to be able to replenish the source of serotonin replenish the source of dopamine so that way there's more at the top of the food chain to feed everything underneath it. Should I be writing all this down? No, I have it recorded if you'd like me to send you the
1: recording. Okay, I haven't written it all down.
2: You you don't need to.
1: I just about reached my saturation level of remembering it.
2: (laughs) Well, that's okay because it's all written down and I can send it to you, which is why I do that. Okay. Okay, so what we're going to focus on with your therapy is all of this. Serotonin, dopamine, Figure out the stress and the inflammation. Do a little bit of gut and liver. Okay. Does that make sense on why we're doing it though? Yes. Okay. Voila! There we go. You know more about the thyroid than ninety percent of doctors out there. Oh,
1: gosh. But I'm. But will I retain it?
2: <laughs> that's what, you don't need to. That's my job.
1: Ah, oh, that's what I'm going through right now. I'm just. I'm better than this. I
2: I know I am. Anyway. Okay. Here's your vitamin D. Your okay. vitamin D is one sixteen. It's awesome. So your so, twenty five thousand IU's of vitamin D worked. How much does
1: a day's worth of sunlight give you? That because depends.
2: It depends on several factors. One one of them altitude. One of them <laughs> and how clean your air is. Another one being the color of your skin. Like there's there's multiple factors. I know that there are a lot of people who live like at the equator in the Caribbean who are outside all day and their vitamin D is still at like 30.
1: Really? Okay, so I heard you mention to incrementally I can... Back off. Yeah, but I need instructions. I need a list.
2: It's all written down. Okay. Okay, so then this guy is where we're going to get into a little bit more of the cause of the stress and the cause of the inflammation. Okay? Okay. So right here, we have a 4.8, which is just below the 5 to 8 range of that white blood cell count. That's going to tell me that there is a history of an infection. Now, what happens is, depending on when you get labs, depends on is that infection active enough that it's going to affect your labs, or is it more dormant at the time that you got your labs? Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. All it tells me is that we have an infection going up and down like this. And sometimes the labs are going to catch it and sometimes they're not. Okay. So we're going to jump down here to a few more markers below. And this is where we see what type of infection that is. And what's a viral. Mm -hmm. Which I see that in 90% of cases. In your scenario, where depression and fatigue are debilitating. If your body's constantly fighting this virus, no matter what you try, no matter what you do, it's not going to thrive. It's not going to be who you want. You're not going to be who you want to be because your body's physically fighting this thing. Okay. Okay. Now, what type of a virus it is, I have no idea. Okay. Okay. Oh, yes. The nice thing is, is that of all the infections, the virus is the easiest to treat. Really? I have a supplement. It's an antiviral supplement called Vivi. V-I-V-I. One thing. So it's very, very simple. We can make that virus dormant and you'll be surprised at how you feel. Okay. Okay. There's no bacterial. There's no parasite. There's the virus though. So if we get rid of the virus and replenish some things that are missing, like this guy right here, your body will start to be able to use the food to convert it into energy, and it will start to be able to heal again. So say in eight months, you go back to your doctor, and you take your labs again, and you talk, start talking to him like, hey, I've been doing some other things. Can you help me get off some of these medications? What can I get off kind of thing? Okay. This guy is our last piece of the puzzle, and I'm going to send you all of this so you have it all. B vitamins are very, very important for energy. That's why all of your energy drinks have loads of B vitamins in them. Okay. Okay. If you think back, way back when, in high school biology, that lovely thing called the Krebs cycle, do you remember it at all? The Krebs cycle is basically how our body turns food and makes it into energy. Okay. It requires a lot of B vitamins to do that.
1: You know, high school was a long time ago.
2: <laughs> it's a long time ago for me too. <laughs> <laughs> and if I knew I would be talking about high school biology every day, I would have paid more attention. Okay. So this process here, think about it as your body, when you eat B vitamins that are infused in all of our foods, those B vitamins that you eat are not the way our body can use them. It has to go through a process. Okay, That process is called methylation. Okay, Now, based off of your labs right here, all three of these markers, I would guess if we were to go take a genetic test on you, this genetic marker right here would be positive. All that means is that your genes now struggle to do this process. Your your body has a hard time taking the B vitamins and converting them into a usable form so you can use them to create energy, okay? This guy right here, MTHFR, he was like the latest of fibromyalgia. Everybody said, oh, well, I have MTHFR. That's why I'm so tired, okay? It's no, the what it's of fibromyalgia? It's the what? It's it's it was the new fibromyalgia. It was the Oh know the know latest
1: the latest trend?
2: Yeah, what? the latest trend. That's the way to say it. Got it. Okay. Okay. So this guy, if you were to go Google him right now, you would find a lot of supplements that are designed to take your body's this process and already do it for your body. Okay, what well, I would say, what I use, why I use it, is you are eating B vitamins in your food. They're there. Let's help your body take those B vitamins and use them. And that's a supplement I have called Moore's.
1: Can I go on a tiny tangent here? Yeah. I was at the podiatrist with my husband because he has a lot of problems with his foot. and. I asked him, the ends of my toes, just the tips of my toes are tingling and burning at night, bad enough to keep me awake. And I'm thinking, um, what's the word, neuropathy. Uh And I said, why do my toes hurt like this at night? And he says, oh, you need a B vitamin. He gave me a B shot right then and there. And I went home and he says, I said, when, when, when will I know if this is effective or not? And he says, right away, you know, and I felt nothing. About the middle of the night, it kicked in for maybe eight hours. I had energy, I lost interest in my phone. I mean, I, everything was clicking, like, and then it went away. So the next week I just I just shrugged it off. I'm like, that didn't work. But I did have that tiny window for a couple of hours when it did work. It was just weird. And and I'm wondering if that had anything to do with what you're telling me right now, like, okay, that was a B vitamin issue, maybe.
2: Yeah, B vitamins are going to help calm the nerves down too. If I'm working with somebody with neuropathy or sciatica, I have a B vitamin supplement plus a nerve supplement. We combine the two and it just relaxes the nerves. And and another component down here, your B vitamin status right here, 1807 is yeah. pretty high, which means you have B vitamins, but your body's not able to use them.
1: Hmm. Okay. All right.
2: Okay. That that's being said, where we I... Okay, you need to make sense of it all.
1: Kind of. I'm. I know I'm not retaining it, but
2: it doesn't matter. You don't need to. I should. Yeah, I do. Need right, to. I will send you everything that you need, and you just take it one step at a time. Okay. okay. So if I were to, based off of what your labs are, how you feel, I would say let's go with a six-month treatment plan.
1: Okay. Now,
2: that treatment plan is, you can go two routes. You can go one, you and I work together one-on-one throughout the process, or you can do more of a DIY route where I have a supplement calendar written out for you, when to take what and how much, walk you through this entire process we just talked about in six months which is pretty dang good because most people are 12-month people. Um, you can do that more of a DIY route, okay?
1: Um, I don't think I'm competent enough at this point. I'm, I'm just at a – I'm a wreck right now. As I think far you as- are.
2: Let me show you why. This is how simple it is. Let me make sure – I'm barely keeping on top of
1: my husband's health because he has tons of
2: issues. Okay. So Gail, yeah, this is what it would look like. What? Um, okay. here's your first month of supplements. Okay. Vivi, Moore's. And then these guys are gonna replenish that top. So 5 HTP is the is what makes serotonin. Okay. L-tyrosine is what makes dopamine. It's a a piece of a protein. And then this guy is a combination of both. So these three, we're going to take a kind of heavier doses for the first month to just replenish the very, very top of that totem pole. Okay. Okay. That's the most complicated month. Mors is to help your body use the B vitamins. Vivi is going to attack the virus. So you're going to take, and I have everything written. So here's the antiviral. Take three for 10 days, then one for the next 30 days, which is why I have the three arrow to one. Make sense?
1: Okay, so I'm taking three every morning for 10 days, and then one every morning for the next month. Yep.
2: Okay. Two at breakfast, two at lunch. Follow along. Okay. Okay. Then it gets easier. January, take these things at breakfast, these things at dinner or before bed. Okay. February, simple structure, a couple different supplements that will help. We got the thyroid, we got the adrenals, we got, I mean, yeah, the thyroid, the adrenals, the pituitary, Um, we have the blood sugar, we've got the brain support.
1: Okay, here's my question. My labs came out the way they did. This is my list of medicines that I was taking that I sent you. Yes. With all of this in my system. So do I keep them and and add yours on? Or um, if I drop the supplements that I'm taking and substitute yours for them, it's going to make my lab shift again, isn't it? No?
2: Not with the way the natural products work, no. Which
1: ones of these do I use? Because uh, my one big question was, are over-the-counter supplements effective? Because some of these supplements I got from the chiropractor, and he's like, okay, the reason calcium lactate, this is this is far and above better than the calcium that you buy at, the, at Walmart, is because it's the calcium lactate that I'm taking is more efficiently absorbed and it doesn't have all the um fillers in it and stuff like that
2: right why are so, you taking calcium lactate what's the issue there
1: because i was having leg cramps does so, it help uh yeah
2: and that's all that matters
1: well the thing is is that affects my calcium level in my labs so if i drop the calcium and, and like if i I need to know which of the ones I'm currently taking that I
2: should drop. What this is oh. what I would recommend. I would recommend putting pause, but just push pause on all of what you're taking minus the vitamin D. Keep vitamin D in there. Push pause on what you're taking. Go through this route because it's getting onto the underlying sources of everything. Okay, so I might, not-
1: get, little, I might get worse before I get better right?
2: I mean, it's possible, but it's not likely.
1: Okay. I, I'm i not willing to pause the antidepressant.
2: Well, any of your medication, don't do that. Your right. medications, you got to stay on them.
1: What about the baby aspirin that I, I told the doctor, he asked me how active I was, and I said, I'm not. So then he says, well, you ought to take a baby aspirin. And I said, well, what if I get active? And he says, I'll trade that. But I haven't gotten active, so I kept taking it. Should I just drop the baby aspirin?
2: I'm not your doctor, Gail. I can't. <laughs> I can't tell you. Okay. That.
0: What if you had help converting your normal labs into answers, healing, and hope? You can, you just need to have the right tools. I'm gonna give you those tools inside the Healing Beyond the Diagnosis tribe. It's a new community we're launching this month and I've been working on it for over 18 months now. Why? Because I want to get this into your hands at a level where you can start healing on your own. No more relying on Google MD. If you're ready to take the jump to come join the tribe, do it in January for a special low monthly fee of 99 bucks. It's never going to be this price again after January is over. So go check out drkileyburton.com back, backslash healing beyond the diagnosis to see if it's right for you and come join us.